Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Laura Galloway, the Mom Biz Coach and co-author of Moms Mean Business, a guide to creating a successful company and a happy life as a mom entrepreneur. You can find it on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Hey guys, happy Wednesday. I hope you are having an awesome week. I am myself um, in disbelief that three or so weeks of school have screamed on by, really. (laughs) And, you know, I I feel like I'm just starting to get back into my new routine with, uh, you know, with the kids at school that, you know, I tend to build my day around. I tend to manage my time through routines. And that's certainly one of the hacks I want to talk to you about today. But when you have a new routine, it certainly takes some getting used to, doesn't it? And I got to tell you, with three kids in sixth grade, eighth grade and 10th grade now, everybody's out the door by 7.15 in the morning, and I feel like I've just been gifted an additional two hours a day. (laughs) It's crazy. So I'm still settling into my routine, and that is one of the reasons I thought it would be a good idea to talk to you a little bit about some great um, time management hacks that I go back to, that I resort to, that I use on a daily basis to help me, and I know I spend so much time helping clients in my coaching calls with, you know, helping tweak your own personal time management hacks, helping you figure out what works best for you because not everything works for everybody, but most of these things work for most people. So let's jump right in and I will give you some ways to get more time out of your day (laughs) or at least to feel like that. You know, because being productive is one of the things that makes us feel confident and in control of our businesses and of our, our lives in general, right? And if you aren't feeling productive, if you're feeling, you know, frustrated, unmotivated, overwhelmed, stressed out all the time, it's not going to make being you a lot of fun, okay? And you, that, is, that is one of the places, one of the biggest reasons why people wind up calling me is because they say, you know what, I'm, I'm successful, you know, I'm making money and the business is growing, but... I'm just so unhappy and I'm so frustrated because I I just don't have enough time to do all of this. And I feel like I've sold my soul to the devil sometimes in order to try and make this thing work. And so I get that. And it, it's not a fun place to be. You do not want to resent your business when it is doing exactly what you hoped it would do. So let's let's take a look at that. You know, one of the, the biggest things, I talk about a lot of different hacks like do this or do that or do this or do that. Today, I want to kind of jump into five common time drains, okay? Because one of the best ways to feel more productive is to actually stop wasting the precious time you have. (laughs) So let's talk about some of the ways that we do drain our time and waste our time and see if some awareness is is going to come to you and you can find some ways to, to alter your behavior and your time management. So the first one is one of the hardest drains to manage. It is one of the hardest, you know, waste of time for us to see individually because it has to, everything to do with our habits. So time drain number one is our habits. 
you know, it it's just it's just the way you operate. It's just the way you do things. So perhaps when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is grab your phone and you start checking emails, okay? And maybe you start listening to all the voicemails you have, customer service calls or client calls, customer calls. Um, you know, I know your your reasoning for that is that you are trying to be effective and you're trying to be productive and you're trying to handle those really important priorities in your life like, you know, work emails and work phone calls. However, that sort of habit is exactly the sort of thing that even though it was based on good intentions and good reasoning can totally backfire on you because it is very easy for your emails and your, you know, let's say voicemails or text messages or Facebook messages, whatever it is that you use to communicate with your customers and your people in your community, um, those things can really pile up and get out of control. I mean, Lord only knows if you're in any group text or group chats, those things can add up and you can waste hours catching up on all the text and chatter that is going on. And some of it is very important, but let's be honest, a lot of it isn't. (laughs) So one habit that I'd like for you to check in on if you're feeling like you are not managing your time very well and you won't is check your habits, especially your first thing in the morning habits. Instead of hopping on and reading and responding to emails and texts and chats and that stuff, I would rather you do the most important things first. So there could be a really critical phone call you need to make. There could be really critical writing that you need to do. There could be some very critical, um, you know, product prep or delivery that you need to do. And I get it. Sometimes when you first wake up at six in the morning, that is not a reasonable hour to do some of those things. However, I would rather you focus your energy on something that is a priority that you've declared the day before. That's another hack, by the way, looking over your to-do list for the next day every evening and making sure that you put your top three priorities on your list for the first thing the next day. So looking over your priority list in the morning and thinking, what can I do to move one of these goals forward? Because right off the bat, you're going to feel better about getting one of the things you've already declared as a priority done, okay, and out of the way first thing in the morning. And you're not going to get sucked into that vortex that has a lot of things that could be very important, but also has a lot of wasteful things. Your inbox is not a very safe place to go first thing in the morning. Instead, I recommend to my clients that struggle with time management that they only check email about three times a day. And that could go for group chats and texts and voicemails too. Um, The point is you don't have to be available and return calls or emails the second that they wind up in your inbox, okay? The point of it is you control your time and you set a boundary and you say, okay, after I get these top priorities in my day done, I'm going to check email at 10 a.m. And you do that on a regular basis and your life will change, I promise you. Okay, so watch your habits, especially your first thing in the morning habits and delay that access to your email inbox and your voicemail and chats, okay? The second big time drain that is a little bit like the number one, you know, our habits that I told you about is our choices. So you've heard me say by saying yes to something, I'm saying no to something else, right? You fill in the blank. By saying yes to blank, I'm saying no to blank. Well, that represents a choice. You made a choice to say yes to something. And, you know, sometimes 
again, it's with the best intentions. You know, maybe we signed up for a volunteer opportunity with the school, with a PTA, whatever. And, of course, that's a good thing to do. It's Volunteering is an inherently good thing to do. But not when it is at the expense of the other good choices you need to make. I'll always say there are various periods in my life where I've been very active in my kids' schools, and then there have been periods where I've looked around and said, nope, it's time for some other parent to take the torch. I'm putting it down right here because my priorities don't allow me to volunteer as much right now. You know? And that feels really good, and I don't have any guilt about it. If I've done my time at some point uh, as a volunteer, then I don't have to volunteer all the freaking time. So take a look at that. It is a choice. You don't have to do things like that. And you especially need to be a time management ninja when you are a woman, a mom, an entrepreneur, a business owner, the family manager. Like there are only so many things you can get done in a 24-hour day. And if you're filling it with things like volunteer opportunities or, oh, God forbid, coffee with someone who wants to pick your brain (laughs) for free, you know, about things that could really help them but uses up a lot of your time or or quite frankly, if you're reading People magazine and playing Candy Crush, whatever it is, recognize that those are choices you make and be cognizant of your choices. Be intentional about them. There's nothing wrong with any one of those things I named, including Candy Crush, but Notice that it is a choice and be careful about the choices you make because you are in control. Okay, so the third time drain that is really something most of us can be a little bit guilty about here and there, and it is this is an easy one to change, is lack of planning. Okay, so like I said, if you don't know what your top three to do's are when you start work each day, that is going to put you behind the eight ball right from the start of the day. If you instead spend some time at the end of each day planning, looking ahead, seeing, okay, let's see, I've got to drop this this kid off at 7 a.m. early at school for basketball practice, and they've got to have their shoes and their jersey and their water bottle and their lunch, and, oh, they've got band. And, you know, I'm looking ahead at those things, and I'm going to think through that. And then if you're looking and thinking, okay, and then, you know, midday, I have, you know, four coaching clients back-to-back, so I'm going to have to make sure I eat before that time so that I'm, you know, sustained and I feel good and I can be powerful and thinking and all that kind of stuff. And then later in the day, I know that I've got an event in the evening from 7 to 10, and I've got kids to run in four different directions from 4 to 7 p.m. So I think about those things and I think, okay, what do I need to do? What do I need to plan the night before in order to make that day go well. So that that little bit of planning I do the night before about my next day helps so much. <laughs> and by the way, having my day mapped out on my calendar, I mean, I put everything on my calendar. I've, I've been known to put showers on my calendar because some days, you know, I like to run. I'm a runner. And I, I put my runs on my calendar as well. Even if I run by myself, I still put it in there because I know I need to make time for it in my day. I plan that out. And I have to plan a shower afterwards because sometimes I've got to be somewhere and be presentable. (laughs) Most of the time I do get to work from home wearing whatever I want to wear. But sometimes I've got to be presentable. So I do go ahead and schedule that shower in so I don't wind up scrambling because I showered and I neglected to get something else done that I needed to get done that day. So One of the biggest time drains is that lack of planning. Plan ahead, 
plan your meals for the week, plan your grocery trip. I know, again, it sounds like way overkill sometimes if you're not a big planner, but it'll change your life because you will have what you need and you will not have to skid in sideways and backwards and be frazzled because you didn't look ahead, all right? Planning is a big one. The fourth big time drain that eats up a lot of our time is just a lack of boundaries. <laughs> you know, if you are the type of person who lets other people dictate your schedule by, you know, the phone rings and you answer it. Well, okay, I get that that's what most people do when the phone rings. But I'll be honest with you, when my phone rings, I look at the caller ID and I have, you know, I have client work to do. I have this podcast to prep for. I have a lot of things going on during the day. So if I don't recognize the number, I screen it. I let it go to voicemail. And if I've got the time, I do immediately listen to that phone call but, you know, gosh, plenty of times it's a salesperson from some telemarketing company, you know, that I don't want to spend my time on. So be careful about that. Maybe maybe it's a girlfriend or a family member calling me. And I may, again, I may choose to let it go to voicemail just so I can go ahead and finish my priorities that I'm working on in that time. And then I'll call them back when the time works for me, you know. So be careful with your boundaries. Um, make sure that you are not letting your daily schedule get dictated by the things that happen to you, by the emails, by the phone calls, by the friends stopping by, <laughs> by the laundry that you start doing because you're at home. <laughs> All right, the last one, and i got to get this one in quick, the last big time drain is transitions. Sometimes we don't do a good job of moving from one project or one thing we're working on in the day and moving to the next one. So if you're working on you know, your work calls and then you're transitioning to going for a run and getting some fitness in, there may, if you don't plan that very well, you may really get lost in the transition and get off on reading on email or Facebook or, you know, doing something that is not going to be a productive use of your time. So watch those transitions. When you go from being really productive, doing some sort of work, make sure you give yourself some downtime, but do manage yourself getting back on task and to the next thing that you need to get done so that transition doesn't eat up your time. All right, guys, those are my five time management hacks for this week. I hope they're helpful. I'd love to hear back from you if those resonate or you need help. Reach out to me. I'm Lara, that's L-A-R-A, at mombizcoach.com. Until next time, take care.